everyone and welcome back to the Whaling Gallery Podcast, where we talk about all things art. My name is Mochi and I will be your host for today. In this episode, I am joined by a local Malaysian artist, Ivan Lam, where we will be discussing about his latest exhibit, Blindside. Currently, we are at the Malaysian Association for the Blind, or MAB, where I believe it has something to do with your recent work. So without exposing a lot, Ivan, could you tell us what is the central theme of your exhibition, Blindside? I think the central theme for this exhibition, Blindside, um, has to do with working with the blind um, and the work that's made, not for the sighted to feel blind, but for the blind to feel sighted. So with that theme, um, all the works is, is made according to that statement. How did you come up with that theme? Because mm, I've always been interested in Braille, uh, reading of Braille, not reading of Braille, aesthetically how they look like. And this time I definitely forced myself to investigate more than just aesthetically as a design, um, but what does it actually mean um, for the people that can't see. And their only way of reading is either through audio or through, through Braille. And that spurs me um, to deal deeper and to research a bit more meaningfully um, into the team. Awesome. So like, Ivan, how and why have you engaged with the visually impaired community to create the series of art? Mm. Because as an artist, as a visual artist, um, sight is one of the most important um, senses that we have. And we, we are slowly based on it. And we, we put so much weightage of it. And I always thought, what happens if we take that away? And I have always taken my sight for granted. And what if we can't see? how would the blind people engage with the visual art? I know it's kind of like oxymoron term, right? But I think there's a way. So I set that challenge for myself and to really find out more on something that I've taken granted for all these years. So Ivan, with the exhibition coming, how have the paintings mm. been designed to be accessible for the visually impaired audience? Mm. I think firstly, what... I used to do um, the framework that I set up to work, the discipline, the studio practice. I won't say it's out of the window, but it has to be rejigged, uh, recalibrated, because now you're no longer making work for the sighted, for the normal people, I would say. But you're making work for the blind. So a lot of constitution have to put in the place, for instance, size, colors, all these things that I have, have taken for granted. You know, how would they interact with it? How would they touch? What would they imagine reading the word? So engaging more people than, than I normally do um, in a studio practice. Next question. With the exhibition coming and everybody, I believe, is excited for it. And you bringing in like the, this community into the world, like, bringing, like giving them a platform to stand out. For visitors who want to visit, can these sighted visitors appreciate the paintings in the exhibition as well? Of course, I, I think they can, but they might not get as much um, at this compared to the blind. I think this is purposely designed that way, right? Uh, I think it would make, I, won't, I wouldn't second guess how would they make the visitor feel, the sighted ones. Um, but at least the awareness is being um, created saying that, wow, this time we feel short change because we might not understand fully the, 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 the meaning behind the paintings. And that, that disadvantage, I think, hopefully will bring up a bit more awareness um, to the people that are visiting the exhibition. So, 
With art, it's mainly visual, right? Yep. So your artwork, how can the visually impaired appreciate them if they can't really, you know, see? See, yeah. yeah. So that's why the work is engineered um, in that sense that when they, when the blind runs their finger through the braille, it sets their imagination free. Whatever they have written um, on the works itself, right? So the gallery is like the gallery of their mind and that frees up so much space where they could be whoever they want to be. Um, only the parameters is set by me, right? So I, I think that way they're no longer confined to four white walls. Um, it's kind of like boundless in that sense mm. that they could imagine what the painting would look like. That sounds interesting. Mm. Okay, right. So people can touch these paintings. Yes, they can interact with them. So yeah, they mm. can. And they should. For everybody, yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Okay. So what is socially in? Uh, what is the socially engaging poster design competition for mm. the blind? And how does it work? Mm. I think this idea came about um, working in the a Malaysian association of the blind, especially Ms. Uh, Sumita. I think she gave a, a very good path for me to like engage with them. Um, how do you get people to design a poster, right? The whole word, the whole premise itself, um, it's already quite paradoxical, right? How can they do something that they can't see? And so that was the, the gauntlet that was thrown down to me. And I've always liked um, designing stuff, um, not only fine art. So the challenge is to make a poster where they could use their design skill, right? And I, I can't wait to see them all, all pasted up. And the results that I got is this way above and, 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 and beyond anything that I could imagine. I think even the sighted people will talk about that with their half time competing uh, with the blank. So I think there's so much more care um, that they've given back uh, on designing the poster itself. And I look forward to seeing all the, all the results soon. So how does it work? How uh how did they, you know... How did they design? Okay. And, yeah. um, technically, the, the design, the poster, um, the sighted can't see all the UV spots. So it specially has UV spots all over and the spots can only be felt using their fingers, just like reading their braille, right? So they're sensitive um, to all those things. And with those sensitivity, right, they could pick um, stickers which have tactility to it, all different sizes, different texture, um, so they could paste on it right, as and when they see fit. And by them pasting it, they form the Braille word, which is the, 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 the theme or I would say the edge that I, I put in for them. So that's how they would design their poster by using touch, by using texture, um, by using form that they could imagine by pasting um, on the poster itself. Nice. So they bring, they bring color, they bring meaning, mm -hmm. um, they bring a whole new level on, on, a, on a black and white design poster. Mm -hmm. Do they themselves pick up the pick the materials that they want to use for the poster? Mm. Yeah, they are given a choice. I, I think it's a huge amount of choices. of. Uh, I've accumulated all these um, dots, um, stickers um, for about one year now and they have thousands and thousands of it, right? Mm -hmm. So in a way that they're given a thousand choices and they could pick from this thousand of choices, mm -hmm. uh, whatever they feel like they're using. Um, some of them, which I which I mentioned, that I see that uh, it's guided, so it's also an interaction 
um, with the teachers, uh, with the people that they, they feel comfortable with. Mm. So there's an interaction between the sighted and sighted. And I think it's quite, quite exciting that they bring that dimension um, to it. Because as, as a maker, right, I can only envision, uh, pun intended, not <laughs> <laughs> so much of it. And, and I'm often blinded by, by my own myopic um, vision to what I want to see the outcome of the posters is, right? And they cast that assumption aside, and 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 when you open it up, right? I think it's a very humbling experience that I was forced um, to surrender the ego and let them do their work. And uni can perf- uh, provide a platform. I think it's enough, right? Um, let them, let them, let them do it. Let let them elevate um, whatever platform that they are on. And and I think to surrender that part of that 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 create creation of yours that you find so precious and, and let them go out, right? I, I think it's such a wonderful experience to see um, the results of that. How long was the process of designing the poster? <laughs> yes, it was long enough. Um, that was working with, with one of my, my, my favorite designer on working and it's quite a, a challenging task, right? It's, it's not like designing a poster for an exhibition. It's designing a poster design for the blind, right? So, uh, as again, a lot of the things that we used to know, the things that we used to take for granted, right? We, we have to redefine all this, we have to recalibrate all this. Keep saying that it's, it's not for this set of people, it's for this set of people, which we have marginalized, which we have cast aside, right? Um, so the attention in case is, is very important in, in designing. So, so it, back to your question, it took almost about three months uh, and we went through like almost about seven, 70 different type of posters and we went through some tests and to see whether it works and we also have to convince the printer mm-hmm. to be on board and, and he was super super chill and he was super good about it so we did a lot of sampling and to the point that you know we like how it feels and not so much how it looks so you know you change that that thinking about everything about seeing but now please can you touch it see whether it works or not with the posters right and with the exhibition itself you said that you wanted to create a world for them to see and everything. So with each piece and each painting, um, was there like a story behind everything? Because uh, mm. I realized there's like it, it is based on color. Yep. Was it based on like how you felt or was it based on how you wanted people to feel and people to see? I think we, I picked six primary colors, six that is so universal, right? We've got blue, red, yellow, the first three primaries, and then the first three secondary, purple or violet, orange, and green. Mm. Um, so these are universal colors, right? So when I was interviewing um, the blind, what did it mean um, when you see colors, right? So it's such a difficult um, thing for me to not imagine colors as they are. Right, because we we take this for granted. This is it, um, but for them, it's a it's an association thing. Mm. Like for instance, um, yellow, they will associate with a thing that they they know. For instance, they can touch, they can consume, they can feel. For instance, banana. So yellow has always been banana, and orange has always been real orange. Which you eat, so they associate colors with with stuff like that. So really generic stuff that we take for granted. But for how does it? So every of my colored painting, it's just a flat color, but whatever is written on there, mm-hmm. the, the, it, it has to be a description writing. When they read it, right, their imagination would just go wild. Um, meaning that I, I touch on every sector of, of life 
things that are that we go through on a daily basis, right? Mm. Everyone has similar experience but different. Uh, for instance, food. How would the food taste like, right? When you put your mouth on, how would you feel when you're sad or when you're especially happy? Mm. Um, so all these are lifestyle based that we go through. Um, things that we spell. Um, things that we experience on a daily basis. So all those are captured in every single one of the paintings, using colors to describe them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So did you yourself like write these descriptions or like you said like you interviewed uh, the visually impaired, yeah. right? So from everything that you've gotten, like did you write yourself like what they said or did you put also yourself in the description? Like yeah. do you imagine like oh if I didn't see uh, this is what I would know. Mm. I wish I could say yes, yes, yes. I did it all, but I, did, I didn't. Uh, what was it was what I extract from interviewing the blind, right? And, and reading and researching about it. I engage a, a really good writer, a professional writer. I wish I could do it, but I couldn't. I, 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 I failed at so many <laughs> hurdles right because i want it to be real i want it when people read it they go like, wow you can really write and there are writers that really makes you imagine like mm-hmm. they're a good writer so i engaged a professional writer um and she did such a good job so we went through again so i i felt like i'm a a nobody i felt like i could only give a brief right this is what i want i want lifestyle i want food i want it to be scripted again it's for the blind it's not for us Right. So we went through all that, um, rejig, recalibrate to get what we actually wanted. So we hope um, when this is previewed or, or this is exhibited, right, and, and the blind could tell me, you know, we can only do so much, right, until it gets to be felt, right, get to be experienced, only we'll know that whether it's successful or not. So I, I take that as a, as a, a lesson. Uh, this is not the end. I find that every single time I, I engage uh, the community, right? it's always a, a real, as I said, a humbling, and it's also a learning process for me. How do I become better? How do I serve them um, better the next time around? And this is one of many projects I felt that it could be a lifelong thing, um, mm. just for the sake of, you know, I like Braille, and that's such a simple premise, right? And it lets me, it lead me here. Mm. And, and I think art managed to, to do that, I think. You think, or you know? I know. I'm still <laughs> still trying to find out, um, and I I I I know for a fact that if you keep yourself open, yeah, possibility can happen. So talking about possibilities, mm. um, do you feel like you have started something that could potentially grow into something bigger? No, I hope so, and and. We're really talking about um, collaborating with future projects. Um, you know, this is only like like a step, like a stepping stone. It might seem to me, it always seems small because I always second guess myself, right? But um, working with them really give me a big push. That you know, they, when I see them really enjoying themselves making the posters, some of them are struggling, but it's, it's such a good struggle, right? Um, that give me more confidence. To take on the next task um, um, that I want, I want to do more. I want to do better, and make it a bit more meaningful the next time around. So whatever I learn, mm-hmm. mistakes from this one, mm-hmm. hopefully it will translate to strength on the next one. Mm-hmm. 
So for this project, right? Mm. So what do you hope to achieve um, based on the engagement with the blind community? Mm. Yeah. I think as long as they felt appreciated mm. by my effort um, to engage them, mm. I think I've already done a, a good job. You know, I always thought that it has to be big, big. Sometimes it doesn't, and sometimes it shouldn't. You know. Yeah, you, you couldn't me- measure, I think, meaningfulness. And sometimes something from from within, from the heart. And it's always so heartfelt whenever I come to uh, this this place. It felt like I'm, I'm just another person, a, a, another worker that's assisting, that's helping, that's guiding uh, no more no more than than that and i like i like i enjoy that because when i'm in the studio it's always been you you or me 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 it's always been such a huge ego trip and when i stepped out from that i could become somebody else and for once i don't feel like an artist which is good um so back to your question right i don't know as long as they enjoy one person that gets it right i think it's enough for me one person as in in the blind community or everyone in general, mm. I think this time is for the blind committee first. <laughs> so, I think that's all the questions I have for you. No, you have a lot of <laughs> questions. Do you want more questions? No, I, okay. I can give you more yeah, questions. Yeah, it's, it's like, good. It's good. It's all very meaningful questions, right? Mm. I think, and I, whatever it is after this, right? I, I think I just hope that people are a bit aware, a bit more aware that. Um, they are blind people that it's a mountainous just because we don't see them or we choose not to see them mm-hmm. doesn't mean they don't exist um, and there's so, so much I'm only we, I, I've realised I can't get them all I, I can't serve everybody mm-hmm. um, this is my little effort my little contribution mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm quite proud of that because mm-hmm. I always thought well if we do more if we get more people you know it's always that more but you're only one person and if you can create awareness in other people to treat them better um, to be a bit more sensitive to their needs right I think we could we could really build a better society a, a better world so I'm just gonna start with a little step a meaningful small step so to piggyback on that mm. you said that you wanted more but you are just one person right yeah so with this podcast and with the exhibit coming what can you say to those who are listening that what they can do to realize or be aware of how these people, this community actually is here and they are thriving in a way that yeah. and everything. So how, how, how would you like to tell the sighted mm. to realize and to acknowledge mm. this fact? Yeah, I think first and foremost, right, for those who are sighted, uh, don't take your sight for granted. Um, that's very important. You must take care of your eyesight, right? And have them as long as you possibly could. So that's the number one thing, right? The second thing is, just because, as I said earlier, this community tribe, this community is around us. Um, be nice or be good. Um, drop by. They need volunteers. Um, and not only this place, uh, all around your community, right? They are blind people. You could you could help them in. Many, many little, many little ways that you possibly could, right? And by just acknowledging that fact, right, it's already a big, big step forward. I think. So, 
if somebody in their daily lives, for example, they realize that these people are here mm. and they realize that they can do something, mm. what would you advise them to do? Like you said, volunteer, right? Mm. So how could they themselves volunteer? Oh, okay. There's many ways. I think when you, you come to this, uh, one of these association or centers, right? There are, there are people here, both sighted and blind, that could help you help them. That's the best part, right? They always guide me. Or if you come, right? There's just so many areas that you could um, buy narrating books. Uh, they have this talking room that we're in now. Uh, uh, by contributing uh, to printing their books, helping them um, put things together, right? It's just there's just so many things that you can, you you could do, and your time flies, and it's. You know, spending a day here seems like only five minutes and you learn. I think that's the best part of it. I get to learn as much as I possibly could um, from these people. So Ivan, shall we end the podcast? Yes, yes. <laughs> we could go on, but I think you had more than I enough mean, that like, you need to edit. I mean, we can go on, yeah. to be honest. Like, more information, more like <laughs> understanding how your brain works with this oh, exhibition. Good. But like, yeah, you want to end this podcast? Yes. Sure. Yes, I would like to end this podcast by asking every single one to come to the exhibition and, and, and give me your feedback. Okay, so when is the exhibition? The exhibition is starting this month on the 20th and I think it will end on the 3rd of May. Mm. Okay. At Wheeling Contemporary <laughs> Breakfield. <laughs> and that was Ivan Lam for Wailing Gallery Podcast. We would like to thank MAB for having us and I would like to thank you, Ivan, for taking the time to be part of our podcast. So again, we hope you enjoyed the show and if you would like to take time to view Ivan's work and the participants' work, please come to the gallery as it will be available to the public from Thursday, uh, 20th April 2023 until Wednesday, 3rd of May 2023. For more information, visit our website www.wailing-gallery.com or visit our Instagram. Thank you, Ivan, for everything. You're most welcome. All right.